Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 49 of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Tech Reputation. Tech Reputation offers IT business owners a simple and effective way to manage, acquire, and market their positive reviews online. In addition, the online dashboard includes the ability to enter your company details once and have it published automatically to over 60 directory and review sites and keep it updated, synchronized, and without duplication. For a free 14-day trial, visit techreputation.com TSB and you'll also get 10% off your setup and monthly subscription with a no-risk 30-day money-back guarantee. All that at techreputation.com TSB. Today's show is also brought to you by Tech Blog Builder. Tech Blog Builder is the blog writing service for IT businesses. We craft content that converts website visitors into customers with 100% unique, SEO-ready, professionally written blog posts delivered on a consistent schedule. Learn more at techblogbuilder.com. On today's episode, we have SEO expert Jason Berkowitz on the show to talk about getting the most ROI out of your SEO. How do you get the biggest bang for your buck? What should you look for when hiring an SEO partner? And how long should you expect it to take to actually see results? We'll demystify all of that and so much more coming up right now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Computer Business Marketing Show. If you own or work in an IT services business, this is the place to be to get more clients, keep them happy, and grow your revenue. You can watch, download, and or subscribe to all show episodes at computerbusinessmarketing.com. You can also catch this live stream on Facebook every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Just be sure to like the Tech Site Builder Facebook page, click the following tab, and then select See First so that the live stream will jump to the top of your feed every time we go live. Uh, and like clockwork, every Thursday we go live with the show. Uh, sometimes, and this has happened in the past, sometimes the show never actually airs because there's like technical glitches and stuff. That's not going to happen here with Jason. He's got great, uh, great video and great audio so far, so I think we're going to be good. But you never know. But even if we never release the show, you can still catch it live and we do it live every Thursday. So that's a great way to kind of see the behind the scenes. We do a, a pre-show uh, every day where we kind of just talk to the folks who are hanging out in Facebook with us and it's a good time. So if you haven't caught it live on Facebook yet, definitely do that uh, before, you know, <laughs> who knows what's going to happen with Facebook in the future with all the crazy stuff going on these days. Um, so get it while it lasts. <laughs> all right. So the uh, the uh, topic for today's show is the ROI of SEO, and we're going to uh, dig into that topic with Jason Berkowitz. Jason is the founder and CEO of Break the Web, which is a digital marketing agency in New York, and it also has uh, a New York SEO services company as well. And uh, he's going to kind of help us demystify some of the the, the things around you know, paying for SEO versus doing it on your own. And if, whether either one of those, wh when you do it, how do you know you're getting the most from your efforts? Uh, and, you know, when do you, how do you know when to stop or when to go keep going, that kind of thing? Uh, it could be confusing. So I think uh, it'll be good to have Jason here to kind of help us navigate that a little bit. So uh, thanks for being here, Jason. Oh, thanks for having me, Matthew. It's a pleasure. Yeah, same here. Um, so we'll, we'll dig into that interview 
in a minute. Uh, before we do that, just wanted to remind you guys about the uh, Computer Business Marketing Newsletter. If you head over to computerbusinessmarketing.com, up at the top of the page, there's a nice big form. You fill it out and you get every week you'll get the marketing newsletter, which is just a curated newsletter of all the news around the internet that can help you market your computer business. So it's very curated. It's only the stuff you need, none of the stuff you don't. And of course, we have the latest episode of the uh, the podcast that's included there and uh, some of the stuff that's happening in the uh, Computer Business Marketing Facebook group, and uh, a tip of the week, usually. So a lot of fun stuff in there. I hope you uh, will check that out at computerbusinessmarketing.com. Also, uh, just wanted to give a shout-out to our first sponsor today, and that is Tech Reputation. We introduced you guys to Tech Reputation last episode, um, and just wanted to let you know, you know, Tech Reputation, the folks who've been using it have been loving it. And just basically what it is, is it's it's what you would call a review funnel system. So it's going to help you increase the amount of reviews you get on all the major review platforms. So, you know, when you fi- finish servicing a client and they have a a great experience with you. You send them a link uh, using the service, and then it will funnel them to the review service of your choice, whether that's Facebook, Google, uh, Yelp, any any of those places. It's got a lot of different places you can send them to, and then it'll help facilitate that review. And then it gives you kind of a dashboard that you can see how your reviews are doing, where you need to focus more attention, uh, and then of course, if the person is going to leave a negative review. The review funnel will bypass sending them to leave a review, instead bring them back to you so you can help resolve whatever issue they're having. So it really helps you avoid negative reviews or you know, before the negative review gets public, it helps you kind of see if you could work out how to fix it for that customer and then hopefully encourage more of those good five-star reviews that we all love to have uh, and we all know is very important. And it also, uh, another service that Tech Reputation has is it will go crawling through the internet looking for all of the different listings for your business and make sure that those are consistent. So you want to make sure you have a consistent phone number, website address, physical address, business name, all of that stuff. Make sure it's all consistent so that there's not any misinformation out there. And then it'll help guide you through fixing that if there is some inconsistent information. So all of that. Plus, you can take all of your online reviews and put them on your website. Tech Site Builder is moments away from releasing a, um, a partnership with Tech Reputation so that we can take your um, Tech Reputation reviews from all over the web, put them on your website nice and easy. And you can do all of that with Tech Reputation. So they have been uh, nice enough to offer you guys 10% off your setup and monthly subscription for the life of your plan just for being a computer business marketing show listener. So to take advantage of that deal, head on over to techreputation.com slash TSB and then use the coupon code uh, TSB10. And that's going to give you 10% off your uh your monthly subscription to Tech Reputation. And that is in addition to the 14-day free trial that they give you just to try it out anyways. So it's risk-free, plus you get a discount. It's kind of a no-brainer. Check it out at techreputation.com slash TSB. All right, guys. Well, let's jump into the featured interview today. Uh, Again, that is with Jason Berkowitz. He is the founder and CEO of Break the Web. That's a hybrid digital marketing agency. 
And she also runs SEO Services New York, which is an elite SEO firm. And they're both based out of New York City. Uh, since 2009, Jason has worked with businesses of all sizes, ranging from small local mom and pops, and I know there's a, a few of those folks listening now, to enterprise brands that we're all familiar with, advising them on the ins and outs of real SEO. So, um, Jason, why don't you kind of give us a little bit more about your background, where you come from, and kind of what led you to running the SEO firm and the digital marketing firm where you are today? Absolutely. And uh, thank you again for having me, Matthew. My background isn't really in marketing uh, as a whole. Um, I kind of fell into SEO by accident. I was a business owner myself. I was a personal trainer. I had my own PT company. If it is a, if it is a company, it's more of a, a solo man hustle. And I was looking for new ways to market online, get new clientele. And I fell into SEO just by doing some random internet searches around 2009 learned about it. I uh, spent a lot of time reading and uh, implementing and uh, in a little bit of time, I actually started ranking my own personal training website and uh, I started getting calls and it was absolutely fascinating to me. And I had that, that typical thought that the average person might, oh, I wonder if I can do this for another website. I wonder if I can do this for another website. And uh, I call it a paradigm shift. That's exactly what happened. My passion for personal training kind of transferred into a passion for digital marketing and SEO as a whole. And uh, SEO is one of those, I guess, quote unquote, controversial marketing, <laughs> marketing uh, tactics, as well yeah. as one that's, that's always changing. So for me, um, it's, it's the puzzle and solving that challenge that's always changing of getting those SEO results. And that's kind of what I fell in love with and uh, started as a freelancer in 2009 as business grew. Uh, business grew because I ended up ranking my own SEO website for New York SEO terms. Nice. So I had that instant credibility right there. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's funny. Like if you're an SEO firm and your website isn't ranking at the top of the search results, that could probably be seen as a problem. Yes and no. It, it's really interesting. In the beginning, that was my um, original thought process. And mm -hmm. over the last few years, I've actually met quite a few very extremely successful and reliable SEO agencies that uh, don't really rely on organic search to bring in uh, their prospective clients. But it's right. definitely something that's very valuable in the for what I for what we did is the practice what you preach, especially if you don't have that proof to show that you can actually uh, provide results right. early on. And that's when I started as a freelancer. I wanted my first client. And what am I going to say? Oh, I I learned about SEO and I I did a lot of trial and error and collected <laughs> yeah. a lot of data. <laughs> the business owner were probably just like, "Cool, man." Um, so yeah, it was definitely a good a good piece of proof to showcase at least early on and writing in our headline. Uh, according to Google, we're the number one SEO company in New York. Right. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's something that's, uh, that's, you know, interesting about SEO is there's, it, there's no, like, you can't go to Google and say, Hey, what is, what, is, what is your ranking algorithm? Let me learn it. And then I'll teach it to other people. Cause they don't want to do that. Right. They don't want to give away the secret sauce. So really SEO is just about experimenting, seeing what works, testing, seeing what doesn't work, you know, using best practices, learning from other people that are testing and seeing what works on their own. Right. And then kind of, that that might be where some of the kind of hesitation lies from people where they say it's voodoo or or you know it's it's uh it's not real or something like that um cuz you are kind of giving your best guess based on on testing is is that kind of um yeah, yeah, the, yes the right way no. to think about it yes and no um yeah. 
there's no surefire campaign that'll work for all of your clients, for, for us, for, or no, no surefire uh, strategy that'll work for every single campaign that we're doing internally. Um, yeah, it's, uh, to understand what Google wants, I think is really helpful, what they're looking for, and what they're really looking for is to uh, showcase real, natural, authoritative, relevant answers in the search results. Obviously, they want everyone to buy ads, that's where they really make their money from. Mm-hmm. But their goal is to uh, showcase relevant, trustworthy, sig- trustworthy websites uh, to people searching and uh, to understand what they're looking for and what they classify as trustworthy, relevant, authoritative. That's the challenging part. Uh, for the most part, everyone has a, a good idea. Uh, backlinks are, aside from good on-page SEO, which is everything that takes place on your website, there's uh, backlinks, which is kind of like mimicking word of mouth. You know, mm-hmm. If you recommend an IT professional to one of your friends, you know, there's a level of trust being passed. You know, and that person's willing to take your word for it. And that's how Google's kind of mimicking uh, link building and passing of trust. That, that Actually, that's a great analogy that I've never actually heard before. That's really cool. So it's like mm-hmm. w- links are like word of mouth. And that can kind of apply to, you know, like the, the practice that isn't that is frowned upon, which is like paying for links, where, you know, you pay someone to talk good about your business. <laughs> it doesn't have the same effect as if someone just naturally talks good about your business. <laughs> it's like seeing like those a, commercials on TV where it looks like somebody is like a testimonial, but it says paid actor on the bottom. Uh, uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, this is no good. Yeah. That, that's a great way to look at backlinks. I like that. Um, so, you know, uh, we've, we've talked a little bit about basic SEO on the show. And, and so I think <laughs> our, um, sorry about the dog. <laughs> I think <laughs> our customers have a good idea <laughs> about what, um, what backlinks are and what onsite <laughs> SEO is and stuff. Uh, so I I wanted to kind of dig into the the investment side of SEO and you know what you would consider. Um, I guess I want to start off the conversation with how how much should a business owner invest in SEO? What is what is you know if I'm think, if I have like a marketing budget and I'm you know I want to try SEO I want to get my website to show up in Google searches um, and I'm looking for an SEO agency to work with or something like that. What what should my expectations be for cost, and uh, uh, you know, and what should I kind of set aside for that piece of the the business? Well, first and foremost, this is assuming that you found a reliable SEO partner. There's a lot of SEO companies that overpromise and uh, really underdeliver. So this is all with the assumption that you find a partner that's actually legit. And that and, can- and we'll circle back around on that. That's a good point. So what, once you uh, finish this point. We can ask you like what to look for when, when, we're, when we're looking for Absolutely. an SEO firm to partner with. Yeah, and uh, there really is no set prices. There are some companies that do give set prices, um, depending on the campaign specifically. I think there's a lot of different factors that come into play, especially when it comes into pricing. First and foremost, uh, the level of competition. Now, this is not uh, business competition around the globe. This is organic search comp- competition. We were on a call yesterday where somebody said, oh, no, there's not really that much big competitors out there. And I said, well, according to Google, some of these re- websites that are ranking are pretty powerful. So it's a lot of the competition, um, the strategies behind it in terms of whether it's content marketing, straight link building, uh, certain levels of resource acquisition, all these different things that can be employed in an SEO strategy. There really is no set price. Now, Obviously, um, again, with a reputable SEO agency, uh, the more you pay, the more power can be put into an SEO campaign. Uh, We have our minimum that we start with SEO campaigns. That is $1,500 per month. Um, And that's just because SEO has changed a lot. Uh, Back in the day, way back, you were able to get instant rankings just in the click of a button. It was all automated softwares and 
Uh, a lot of things now are more manual. Now, internally for us, we've created these processes and workflows to make the job and the tasks a lot easier, but there is really no set price. Um, but a lot of it also depends on the market now. If you're targeting a small local area, you should be paying less than if you would uh, for New York City. You know, it's, it's right. a whole different playing field. So uh, definitely price, price gouge, uh, see, see what other people um, in your industry are paying. You know, I'm sure if you type in something, you might see like a, a forum post, for example, on what people are paying in their industry. If you have industry colleagues that are getting success online, um, that you're comfortable asking, just say, hey, well, you don't need to tell me exactly, but what price range are you paying for SEO? But uh, for a local business, a campaign, what we would charge could be anywhere from um, early on 1500 which uh, if it's really, really low competition, we may even charge a little bit less than that, uh, to campaigns out here in New York City where we've had upwards of $20,000 per month. Mm, so, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So the market really is probably the biggest factor as well as the search terms. You know, are these search terms bringing in enough volume, monthly search volume, to kind of uh, dictate an ROI. You know, if you're targeting right. a search term in the SEO campaign that may only get 30 or 40 searches per month, and your SEO company is quoting you $2,000 per month, are you necessarily going to get an ROI from that? So um, one, one quick calculation that you can do for ROI, um, again, is not the most reliable, and we don't use it all the time, but I hear a lot of people talking about it, and it's just for quick reference, is... Uh, to expect, you got to obviously calculate your, your lifetime value of a potential lead or a potential customer and take the monthly search volume and take 10% of that. And that can be what you can guess as the search traffic coming into your website. And then you have your own internal calculations on your conversion rate when somebody comes in, if they fill out a form, if they call you, um, your conversion rate on that and if the whole sales process. Right. So... So yeah, and, and that's a lot of, so first of all, I guess the, the big uh, lesson there is you should be tracking all this stuff ahead of time. So you should know what your conversion rate is on your website. And then um, you, and, and I think we've talked about this before, but if not, can you let folks know like where they can go to find out search volume for certain keywords in their, in their area? Yeah, there's a couple of tools that I like to use. Um, actually, the great, a great tool that's worked in with Google AdWords uh, API Access um, You guys are all IT professionals, so I don't need to explain what API is. It's a, it's a free Google Chrome uh, extension called Keywords Everywhere. And what it does, it actually uh, displays the search volume on a term right there in the Google search results. Uh, so that's something that's quick, it's easy. Uh, at the end of the day, no tracker or no uh, software is going to be 100% exact. Uh, but it's, it's something good to gauge uh, early on, and it's free. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I hadn't heard of that one, so I'll check that out. I like that. You'll, you'll, you'll end up looking at every single search term you can think of just seeing it, you know, and over right. time you just start hearing somebody mention a keyword and you can automatically think um, in your head what might be the estimated search volume. Right. Th yeah, that, yeah, you could definitely waste a lot of time <laughs> going mm -hmm. down that rabbit hole. Uh, so what, what I heard you saying before was kind of to understand how much it's going to cost to hire someone to do SEO for you. It really depends on, you know, the size of your local market, um, the competition you have. So, for example, are other computer shops around you also paying for SEO? Uh, and if so, you're going to have to be kind of competing with them. Um, and uh, and also the keywords that you're targeting, the kind of volume they have, and and that kind of thing. Uh, and then and then you have to kind of take that and then figure out if it's going to give you the kind of ROI you're looking for based on you know some of the calculations of uh, of the conversion rate of your website and 
and that kind of thing. So um, once we kind of have a, have a handle on that and we're out there looking for someone to hire for SEO, uh, how can we kind of determine who the good guys are, who the bad guys are, and, and what's gonna, who's going to be a good partner for us? You know, the first place I would say to start is uh, go to your personal network, personal or business network. Um, again, like, kind of like link building, you can't be a uh, word of mouth referral. You know, that's always the end all be all. If somebody you know is having success, uh, that's the best thing possible. Um, the next thing is, is look at SEO agencies from various different sources. You could go to Google. You could go to review platforms like uh, Clutch.co or G2Crowd and see some other reviews. Uh, it definitely requires a lot of search. If you're looking for a starting point, then yeah, uh, I would say probably go to Google and look for an SEO company. But uh, there's a lot of places everywhere. You know, LinkedIn is one. If you are minimal on the budget, you might be able to find a good SEO provider uh, on Upwork.com. Uh, again, just please do your due diligence. Uh, but yeah, uh, probably word of mouth is my number one thing that I would do. If you know somebody who's a business owner or a marketing professional or a director of marketing, whatever it is, uh, see if they know anybody, if they have any recommendations. And they also, if they don't, might have recommendations on how to find a good SEO company. But I would say go to Google, uh, look for reviews, you know, look for proof, learn the strategies. Are they, um, they going to use questionable tactics? Or are they clearly explaining to you what you're getting and what, what they're doing. A lot of SEO companies will say, uh, <laughs> there's many different things they'll say that are, are quite incorrect. And I can, as I said before, I can rant about this stuff for hours. But <laughs> a lot of them will say, yeah, you want to rank for personal injury lawyer, New York City? Absolutely. And that's probably the most competitive search term mm. uh, in the US, maybe. Nice. And they say, yeah, yeah, give us money, we'll take it. Um, the biggest thing that we like to do is try to be realistic. And we have no problem. You know, maybe test out your SEO company. Say, I want to rank for this crazy, insane keyword. Can you do it for me? And if they say yes, that doesn't, that doesn't that something doesn't seem right. Um, but yeah, right. make sure they're being realistic from you. Try to get a uh, sense of integrity from them. Uh, understand their workflow. Understand what they're doing. Learn about their background, their strategies. Are they using uh, spammy link building tactics? Or are they genuinely going out and mimicking the natural approach of a website gaining authority? Now, uh, what I've heard uh, from other SEO people in the past is you want to avoid people who like promise you guaranteed results in a certain amount of time. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. Early on, I, yeah, early on in my career, I heard I heard one of the greatest ones, which I still every so often I hear today. But this other guy is telling me that he has a friend in Google that can help us. People are saying that. Uh, when it comes to SEO, the reason why it could be potentially a controversial marketing tactic is because at the end of the day, there is no guarantee. And that's why your due diligence comes into play to make sure you're hiring an SEO company that uh, shows you case studies, shows you uh, client work. We personally don't do uh, references and give our, our clients information just because uh, they'd be bombarded with calls and emails all day long. Uh, but if they're showcasing results, that's probably the biggest thing. If they're not showcasing results and you ask for results and they have nothing to show you, uh, it's kind of a red flag. Interesting. So, um, okay, so we're talking about, you know, going out and hiring an SEO company, but say, you know, maybe we don't have the, the budget for that and we want to just kind of do some stuff on our own. Um, but we're, we're short on time, so we're trying to budget, instead of budget money, we're trying to budget our time. So what would you say is like the the things we can do that give us the biggest bang for our, our buck, in this case, our buck is time, um, something that where, you know, we'll get the best return on the time invested in SEO. 
Yeah. So I know you mentioned that you spoke about uh, on-page SEO before on your podcast. So we need to delve really into on-page SEO, but off-page SEO, which is the other 50% of the SEO campaign, and they kind of work half and half. Uh, there are ways to get real, natural, sometimes free backlinks from relevant sources. And it's simply just uh, finding authority figures in your industry, finding relevant blogs, and just simply sending an email uh, saying, hey, uh, do you accept guest writers? Do you accept guest contributions? And if they say yes, uh, make the greatest article you can that increases your chances of getting published. Obviously include your relevant backlinks to um, other sites that may be relevant as resources within the article and obviously link back to your website and get that trust. And it's something that's super easy. I actually had a win today, a couple of weeks ago. I sent a cold email to Ariana Huffington. She has a new project, uh, Thrive Global. And I sent a, a simple email that said, hey, uh, I love what you're doing with your new project, Thrive, uh, Thrive Global. Are you accepting new contributors? I wrote this awesome post that's attached here. If, if you like it, uh, look forward to publishing it. And today it actually got published. It took about a month, but nice. And, and it was free. I got free backlinks. I got free credibility. Uh, that's helping with my overall entity within Google. So uh, that's one thing. Just reach out to influencers and authority websites. Yeah. Now, would it make sense? Because a lot of our listeners are, are kind of local businesses and they, they concentrate on a particular town or city or geographic area, would it make sense for them to just focus on websites in their area or should they go, go looking for national websites and, and try to get articles on those as well? So to rank locally, you have two different classifications. You have the industry relevancy and the geographical relevancy. If you can get uh, the local newspaper or online magazine to uh, link back to you guys, you're sending a lot of great local relevancy. If you're getting a industry-relevant IT blog to link back to you guys, you're getting the industry relevancy. And Google's looking at both of these signals to properly understand what your website does. Mm -hmm. And that's the goal with an entire SEO campaign is to really show Google that A, you're relevant, you have a lot of value to share, and that you're trustworthy. And that's really both of these geographical uh, relevancy and in industry relevancy is what you're sending uh, to your website. And that's what Google really likes. So the more the merrier. If you have something that's completely unrelated in a different city that's about cooking, <laughs> you know, just as an example, you're wasting your, you're probably wasting your time. Now, are you, are we looking, so it sounds like a lot of this is, is leveraging, you know, written content, basically like a blog post or an article or something. Um, is, are we looking to like, just take like a blog post we've written for our website and then repurpose that for this? Or are we looking to write something specifically for these publications? Try to go as unique as possible. Um, and tr one thing that we do, there's no general word count they try to aim for. We usually like to aim for give or take around a thousand. Uh, back in the day, we used to do a lot of testing with lower word counts, around three to 400 words. But uh, what we've been finding now is that higher word counts are doing really well. So our minimum that we do is around a thousand words, but keep it 100% unique. If you're doing your research and you're copying and pasting paragraphs and trying to re rework it in a way that meets your language and make it unique, you can just run it through copyscape.com, which is kind of a plagiarism checker that actually uses different uh, search operators within Google to find duplicate content. So if you run copyscape.com, which is free, and you see another uh, link pop up, then you know that it's not unique enough and try to get it 100% unique content. Uh, there are writers out there if you want anything that's like ghostwritten or uh, other stuff, but those do cost money. If you do have the time and you want to save on costs, write the content yourself. Um, and also you can use Grammarly. Grammarly.com is another good one just for grammar checking. Right. Great. I love these tools. They should pay me for all these plugs. <laughs> I know. Come on. Where's <laughs> you have an affiliate link? <laughs> I wish. 
Uh, yeah, that, that's that's great stuff, and uh, and I agree. And actually, the the second sponsor that we're going to do after the interview is is going to perfectly fit into this. It's a blog writing service for for IT business owners. So if you know if you don't have time to write your your blog posts, you can hire someone to do it for you. Um, but you know, if you do have the time, definitely do it because you want to speak in your voice. You want to have your own unique personality shine through if you can, um, and and that's that's a great way to do it. Um, yeah, so uh, so we talked about the time investment for us, and and so probably our time is best invested in creating content, whether it's for our own sites or it's you know sharing it to uh, other third party sources to get a link back to our website. Um, and then a- another aspect of time is how long it would take to see results from these efforts. Um, you know, I think we all know now that SEO is not an instant thing. That we're not going to, you know, post an article on the Huffington Post today with a link to our website, and then tomorrow get hundreds of people, you know, coming from Google. Um, so, what are some, you know, realistic expectations about SEO? I know there's so many different variables, um, but just kind of give us an idea of, you know, if you turn the knob up or down, what what that time timeline can look like. Okay, yeah. Again, there's a lot of variables. I'll take it right from uh, one of Google's people. Uh, they did an they did a uh, video. It's on YouTube where they exactly they they tackled this uh, topic 100. And they said okay. when starting a new SEO campaign, prepare to uh, wait around one year to see. Uh, wow. to imp- for, this is what they say: to first implement results and then see changes. Now hmm. we tell our clients that if when things are done right from the first month of implementation, they'll see results or positive movements in the first three months. Now again, a positive movement could be from going to page eight to page six. Things are going in the right track, but patience really is key when it comes to an SEO campaign. And that's something that I personally can't stress enough where you really need to manage your expectations coming from an SEO campaign. You know, we have a, we have a startup that reached out to us and they said, can we get results in under a year? And I said, probably not. I would probably uh, look at a 14th month campaign because we first have to build that solid foundation. You know, trust is not something which can be built overnight. And if you try to build that trust and send, for example, send as many backlinks as you can, all within your first month of the campaign, it doesn't appear natural. And then, then right. when you stop sending backlinks, it's kind of like a downward hill and it's kind of like right. a red flag and it looks weird. But uh, we usually say three months with an average campaign of a website that already has maybe page two or three rankings, uh, six to eight months. <laughs> right. I was going to say nine, but I'm like, okay, that's really broad. <laughs> uh, six to eight months and yeah. um, hope that results are sooner. Yeah. So yeah, that's great. I think have the expectations that it could take six months to a year, but you know, it could happen sooner and that would be nice if it does. Uh, especially, you know, if there's not a lot of competition or if you haven't done much beforehand, I I've seen with SEO that I've, that I've taken part in before, you know, a lot of times if you're just starting from the ground floor and you start doing SEO, you see a nice bump initially and then, and then you kind of plateau a little bit, and then you got to kind of keep going and keep consistent, and then you'll start to see a, a steady rise after that. Um, Especially considering that your competitors are doing SEO, and a lot of yeah, people, a lot of right. people forget that. Right. A lot of people say, "Why have we dropped three places in our first month?" Well, your competitors have been doing SEO longer; they're getting their ranking boost. Now right. you'll catch up because, of course, we're better. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's something that I always remember. Also, is that it's likely that your competitors are actively doing SEO as well and they're getting their ranking boost while you might get a little bit of a drop. Right, and, th- and I think that lends to the kind of mysticism and mistrust people have with SEO is, you know, it's 
they, they don't see immediate results. They like do a lot of effort and then they don't see immediate results and then they give up or they use a web, uh, an SEO person who does kind of shady stuff and they, they get immediate results really nice. But then a month later they drop off and they disappear from Google or something. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and then they you know they have a bad they have a bad day with that and and yeah so it's 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 tough huh? so talk and this is kind of a little off topic but talking about like managing reputation and uh, and and it's similar with the computer industry you know there's people get a bad rap when they when they use a computer person who is not legitimate or is not above board and you know they they fix their computer and. They they might temporarily fix it, but then it gets worse later on, and and so then the people have kind of a bad taste in their mouth with with computer repair people. Um, so how do you personally, as a business owner, uh, kind of manage that and try to put your customers at ease and let them know that you're going to take care of them? For me and for what we do, a lot of it is um, a we do a lot of myth busting. So um, <laughs> there's a lot of myths out there when it comes to SEO, and we try to show data that disproves these myths. You know, and how do you do that? Do you do that through like blog posts or newsletters or videos? Uh, how do you get that out there? We're actually redesigning our blog right now. I have a whole queue of of rants coming out. Um, nice. Some of them are are yet, but really, it's uh, demonstrating value and ed- educating our prospective clients. You know, let them okay. know. Uh, we get a lot of inquiries of people that think that they know everything there is to know of SEO, but they just don't have the time. And we'll tell them our strategy, and then they'll reply to us. Uh, that that doesn't work. Okay, I wish you luck yeah, um, with yeah. all your endeavors, but you know, uh, our my goal is to try to educate as much as possible. And when I get into an SEO conversation, which clearly we're seeing right now, I can go to topic to topic, topic and multi-thread, and keep going and trying to provide as much value and education on what's really working and set the standards straight. Because you know, a lot of blog posts, it's easy for anyone to make a blog post, you know, and then you can somehow navigate to that blog post, but how do you know that that blog post is right? You know, Um, so you never really know. And especially even looking at the big players, one of our pending posts that's going to come out, um, I should stop using their name a lot because I I found an SEO mistake on probably one of the biggest e-commerce websites Uh, uh, that everyone knows. They're a conglomerate. uh And it was just a simple, dumb SEO thing that they're doing. And I even uh, ran it by my colleagues. Does anyone have any reasoning as to why they're doing it? And they're like, this is probably the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Wow. Uh, it doesn't logically make sense. Um, but yeah, it's, it's value education. Don't look at the big players. Um, get good feelings when you speak to somebody about SEO. You know, that's yeah. really the thing. I, and I think the, like, the big takeaway there is the education. And the more you educate, the more you let people know that you're, you know, you're thoughtful about the service that you're providing. And you're not just a fly-by-night person, and you're not just, you know, trying to make a quick buck. You're, you know, you're passionate about what you're doing, and I could clearly see that with you, right? You're passionate about it. Um, mm-hmm. You're not just doing this because, you know, that you heard you could make good money with it. You're like into it. You're researching it. You're figuring out everything. And I think, you know, IT service providers can do the same thing. You know, show show your passion to your customers and and get that education out there. And and then I think, you know, people can't help but trust you after that. Yeah, it's kind of like going away from that whole salesy mode, especially when you're trying to do a pitch. You know, um, I usually state before I go into rant is I hope I can be uh, brutally honest. Uh, we don't like to sugarcoat anything, so we'll tell you things as they are, and um, it kind of breaks away from that whole salesy gimmick. And like you said, uh, I'm a weirdo, and I'm very passionate about SEO, 
And that's uh, a what I'm trying to convey. You know, is is value, value, value that I can express to our potential clients. Cool. Uh, so let's switch gears here a little bit uh, before we wrap up and talk about kind of the the future of SEO or what's kind of on the horizon. And actually, uh, Brian in the chat brought up a good question that leads into that. And he asked, um, what happens to SEO for Google website listings when most search will be done via voice from devices like Amazon Alexa instead of you know the browser search? Is it possible to do SEO for voice search? Is there anything other considerations to think about with that? Um, what are your thoughts on that? I believe the biggest thing to uh, take into account is what we call LSI. That means latent semantic indexing. Now, Google has this whole bigger universe that we're unaware of. Well, some, most people are unaware of. It's called the semantic web. Semantic web is a giant collaboration between Google, Bing, Yahoo, W3, um, to pretty much create entities and, and really understand everything in context and uh, to create a giant collection of data. So, for example, if somebody goes to, I don't want to say because I actually have one, but a Google Home uh, <laughs> thing goes off at the random times um, and says, find me, a, find me a plumber in New York City, it's very likely that because of LSI and semantics and synonyms or variations that Google will take what would be listed as the top result in Google Maps uh, for uh, that specific term, uh, plumber in New York City. Right, so I, I would say like, Maybe, you know, someone isn't saying plumber in New York City, but maybe they're saying like, hey, you know, find me someone to fix my toilet. And yeah. Google will know that that means plumber in wherever you're located in and it'll figure that out. And Hopefully uh, they do, yeah. And search, yeah, that's the idea, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So is there any, any things we can be doing as website business owners and, and website content creators to uh, help the you know that LSI thing <laughs> uh, work for our business. You ready for another free tool? Sure. Uh, and I'm not. I don't know the owners of any of these tools. I'm saying. I'm just saying uh, stuff that we use. One quick uh, free tool that just spits out LSIs. Actually, I got two. You guys are in okay. for a treat. Uh, I forgot if it's a .com or .org, but it's called LSI Graph. You put in a parent keyword, and it will spit out different variations of LSIs. That's one. The second one that we like to use to really see things in context and see modifiers like what, who, how, where uh, is answerthepublic.com. And that's a tool that I probably visit almost every day. Uh, it's absolutely great. Again, you put in a, a parent keyword and it just spits out wheels and graphs and everything. That's super awesome. You can see and, if, buts, um, hows, whys, wheres, all different variations of questions that people might be asking in. And if you have the previously mentioned keywords everywhere extension on your browser, you will actually see search volume um, on answer the public. So it's really cool. Hmm. That's not too technical. <laughs> yeah. So, so maybe it would help to give like a practical example. So um, maybe like if I, if I want to write a blog post about a certain keyword, then what I could go to like answer the public and yeah, to keep it out. simple, you can just write in it services. And okay. you'll see all different variations. They can include how much do IT services cost? How do I find an IT pro? How do I become an IT uh, professional? Um, nice. How do I deliver IT services? Just as an example. All different, um, and they're not always questions. Some are just blanketed statements. But it's kind of mimicking what we would see in voice search. So it gives you a good idea and optimize your landing pages, the ones that uh, you're hoping to show up on Google, to pretty much tackle as much, we call it buckets, but try to tackle as much um, information about one certain topic. If you have an entire article about cost of IT services, try to tackle as much that you can see um, in that specific content and rank for the, all the different variations of 
IT services costs, which will probably be the overall bucket. Cool. That's a great tip. Uh, that, that, that's another kind of rabbit hole <laughs> you could dig down and uh, get a lot, have a lot of fun with. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so I think that's going to about wrap up this interview. Was there any, anything else you wanted to leave us with? Any pearls of wisdom as far as SEO or ROI is concerned? Uh, do your due diligence, do your homework. And uh, if you're not getting a good feeling emotionally from an SEO company, then something's wrong. And don't well, listen to too much sales stuff. You know, right. <laughs> good sales make, make, could evoke emotions. You don't want that. Right. Yep. And I think most of our audience are, we're pretty salesman averse because we get bombarded with services for IT, you know, consultants and stuff all the time. And, and you guys um, are tech savvy. So that, that also that helps. helps. As well. Yep. Yep. Cool. So uh, if, hey, if folks are getting a good feeling about you uh, and they want to reach out to you for, for help with all this stuff, uh, where, where's the best place folks can, can reach you? You can email me at jason at breaktheweb.org. Visit our websites, seoservicesnewyork.org and breaktheweb.org. I think that's about it. You can visit our social media, LinkedIn's at Jason Berkowitz SEO. Cool. And I'll have links to all of those uh, in the show notes as well. So, hey, Jason, great, uh, great stuff. Thanks for having us. Um, a lot of folks in the chat are you know, saying that that's a great tip a couple times <laughs> when you mention something really actionable awesome. stuff. So awesome. I, I appreciate it. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that. And thanks for having me, Matthew. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. So um, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Uh, got a couple more things for you. First of all, I, I meant to do this at the beginning of the show, but we did get a, a new review in uh, iTunes for the podcast. So thank you for leaving the reviews. Appreciate it. Um, this review uh, is by Rambo, someone named Rambo. <laughs> and they said, if you're looking to grow your IT business, then follow Matthew's lead and listen to the advice from a variety of great guests covering the latest in marketing strategies and tactics. Highly recommended, and make sure you don't miss an episode or you will miss something important that will help market your IT business. Thank you so much, Rambo, for that. And uh, <laughs> Exactly. It's a real Rambo. He's checking out. In, in between you know, making movies and stuff, he's checking out the computer business marketing <laughs> show. <laughs> Um, but hey, if you guys, you know, whether you're a famous movie star or not, if you like the computer business marketing show, uh, I'd appreciate you letting me know through leaving a review on iTunes or Stitcher or, you know, wherever you're listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. Um, also, uh, we do have uh, the second sponsor for this show, and that is Tech Blog Builder. And that's a service I put together for you guys where uh, we will write uh, blog posts for your computer business website. So, you know, here's a great tip. You can, instead of having us write blog posts for your website, you can have us write blog posts that you can submit to other, um, you know, other websites or other publications, local or otherwise, to help you with your SEO. So when you order from Tech Blog Builder, just let us know that this is going to be for a third-party publication, and we'll kind of tweak some things so we make sure we're not talking so much about your business, but more about a helpful topic. Um, and it, we'd love to do that for you. So we can kind of do both. We can write some blog posts for, for your website. We can write some blog posts for third-party publications. Just let us know. You can find out more about that at techblogbuilder.com. I want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Don't forget to join us in the Facebook group. Just search Computer Business Marketing in Facebook. And uh, we got a lot of great conversations going on over there. Uh, also, don't forget to visit our other sponsor, techreputation.com slash TSB for your 10% discount. And, uh, and just thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Computer Business Marketing Show. 
My name is Matthew Rodella saying here's to your success. Mm -hmm.